and we just threw out everything we had on the table, you know, the uh, ambiguity of the masks in the hotel we shot at the Drake in Chicago. Lovely. Uh, we had a fantastic suite, which was huge, and they kept coming by wondering why we're running down the hallways with, you know, like you said, eyes wide shut esque uh-huh. masks, why there are uh, female callers <laughs> hanging around the hallways as well. Um, and, and the answer to that really is we're in a band. It's car con carne. Uh, we're going vegetarian tonight, or vegetarian-ish. We're at PETA Inn in Skokie uh, on Dempster Street. I'm here with Sean from Victorian Halls. And this place is nuts. We're here on a Sunday night recording. It's, it's busy. Like 8 o'clock at night, people are cutthroat in the parking lot. You would think that tomorrow was a holiday. The kid tried to take you out, out there in was the a hallway. Kid. I know. <laughs> on your way out the door. He was going for me. So one of the reasons we came here... Uh, Partly is because I, I live close to here, but also uh, you're vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry to uh, drag you kicking and screaming. Uh, no, we should talk about this because I was vegetarian for a very long time. Oh, now as a touring musician, does that bring challenge? Does that? Well, for the longest time, I coaxed uh, two of the other guys in the band into being vegetarian, which was which was great. Because being uh, on the road, <laughs> you're, you're you're watching the, watching your money. Yes. And the options as you head out of the big city are... Here's here's the problem. We have one guy who loves Taco Bell. And That's a guilty pleasure. And we have three other people who can eat vegetarian there. So it ends up being a lot of late Taco Bell, which I don't think is unique to most bands, you know, <laughs> no. touring. But I personally hate Taco Bell. So it's hard to complain when I can actually eat there. <laughs> so I was thinking Pita Inn, we could do falafel. Love it. Do a little hummus. I've got the AC crank. Sorry about that. All right, so we'll get into the latest album and and what's going on now. But take us back, mm-hmm. Victorian Halls One Hundred and One. Sure. Well, we uh, you know started this band a couple of years ago. Um, basically, like any other band, would start looking for members, writing songs, trying to find people to play with, and uh, eventually found drummer uh, Mike, who we've been with for forever, and uh, bass player Jordan, who we've been with for forever, and then we had a bunch of kind of other guys bouncing in and out. Uh, as like a second guitarist, uh, mm-hmm. things like that. A while back, we got picked up. I think it was 2011. We got picked up, put our first record out um, with uh, Victory Records, and the second one as well that just came out last year. And uh, it's, it's where now, we're what at were now. we doing in between? Was it sure. all touring? Uh, after the after the first record, yeah, we did a ton of touring. Um, by our standards, I think we're gone like. Uh, th- close to 300 days out of 400 days or something like that. And that's what you signed up for. That's that's what we were looking for. <laughs> and it beat down on, on everyone pretty hard, but I, I kind of loved it. So I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, we lost one of our longtime members right away. He's like, this isn't for me. Like, I'm out. Forget I'm it. Out. <laughs> I'm out. Which was it's just hilarious, too, because I don't think bands realize when you are working all those years, you're working to... Either, you know, go on tour, put out a record, do something along the lines that we have got, you know, we're able to do. And as soon as he put on all, all the work, and as soon as it happened, three weeks in, I think, a month in, uh, he was like, yeah, this isn't for me. And he totaled our van on the way out, which was oh my God. <laughs> which was kind of fun, but, um, you know, it happens. <laughs> uh, the album Hyperalgesia, easy for me to say, <laughs> um, 
I mean, what, what I love about your sound, I mean, I hear Prague. I hear this very adventurous, this, these adventurous sonics mm-hmm. that you do, uh, very theatrical in a way. I mean, I, I think of songs on the new album like Scarlet's and Come In With The Storm. These are theatrical arrangements. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Uh, I think a lot of that is we, we like, uh, when we play live, we like it big. We do like it theatrical. And a lot of that comes from, I think I'm I'm visualizing how it would be live. Uh, and I love bands like, um, you know, bands like Muse that kind of are on that, you know, that next level and they're doing it at such a high capacity. You know, I think there's, there's elements of that that, you know, I couldn't say that compare ourselves to them, but certainly that I am pulling from. from bands yeah, that like sense that. of drama. The sense of drama, exactly. And kind of having melody, but also still, you know, working within the um, those epic parts. I find that kind of challenging to keep it within like a three, three and a half minute song. Um, but yeah, that's 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 what we're looking for. I, I, I love that in music. I, I mentioned Come In With The Storm, mm-hmm. which has a video which is a very much eyes wide shut, mm-hmm. Uh, girl, girl action <laughs> sort of thing, Batman, you Court do. of Owls thing going on. <laughs> yeah. That's fa- so. Yeah. Do you think visually is you right? Uh, for that song, def- definitely. Um, I had that song for a while. We we're thinking of a video. I kind of had something in mind from the get go. And me and uh, Jordan, the bass player, we kind of talked about what we were looking for. And we just kind of one late night. I think we we're recording um, some acoustic songs uh, that came out horrible and no one will ever listen to but it did lead to a very late night brainstorm about what we want to do with this video and we just threw out everything we had on the table you know the uh, ambiguity of the masks in the hotel we shot at the drake in chicago lovely uh we had a fantastic suite which was huge and they kept coming by wondering why we're running down the hallways with you know like you said eyes wide shut esque uh-huh. masks why there are uh, female callers <laughs> hanging around the hallways as well. Um, and, and the answer to that really is, we're in a band. We're at the Drake. Yeah. W- what else do you do? <laughs> That's right. Um, and we constantly had people running out for duct tape for some reason, duct tape and glue, which looks worse than it actually was. Um, but yeah, we, we did think, you know, you mentioned, do we th- do I think visually, I, I do for, for instances like that, and that was really, really shot that in like one twelve hour stint overnight. There are elements in what you do uh, that, to me, speak of 80s pop. Mm-hmm. I hear, uh, Tonight Only the Dead. Mm-hmm. I hear 80s in that. And yeah, if you want to go back, A Crush is a Crush. I hear mm-hmm. 80s in that, too. Sure. You're younger than me. Mm-hmm. Does that music speak to you? Am I, am I off base in hearing the, those hints? I, I mean, no, no. there's definitely some of that in there. Um, I, I did you know, go through a phase where I was kind of obsessed with certain Morrissey songs and Smith songs and things like that. Um, so that's always going to kind of probably leach through, you know, at mm-hmm. some point. And, you know, some of our stuff is pretty synth heavy, or at least parts, um, you know, soundscapes within pads and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I think you, you kind of hit on it. We don't, we don't have, I don't get that question a lot though. I don't have people hearing that, but I, it's because I'm old. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? It's because I'm old. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can definitely see that though. Yeah. Um, so, all right, chart, charting the path between, Charlatan and hyperalgesia. Mm-hmm. What have you learned? Well, because I'm assuming yeah. you grew a lot. Yes, it is. Uh, on on Charlton, the, the weird thing about that album is that's really everything up until we're ready to write a first album. And with hyperalgesia, it was writing for the album. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is when we would play songs off Charlton, especially on that first tour. Uh, you can hear some of the registers are a little bit higher. <laughs> I didn't take into account singing at the peak of my range for every song 
what that would be like on tour. It was pretty rough. <laughs> so did you have to kind of back off talking? And, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, I backed off talking, but the, the part is kind of after the shows when you're hanging out mm-hmm. and everyone's relaxing and unwinding. That's where you really get into trouble. Um, but really the, the biggest difference is with hyperalgesia, we, I wanted to write songs that I just I liked, I loved, that I would want to listen to, and I wasn't worried about this needs to sound like Victorian halls. And there are a couple tracks, I think, on it that, that don't sound anything like us. And at times it can have maybe almost like a, a mixtape-type feel, I think, because it is all over the place. But I, I like that, too. I think the way people listen to music, it is a little bit like that now. So oh, it absolutely I don't is. think it's jarring like the way it was maybe when I was growing up listening to like, you know, hardcore or, or pop punk records where it's like every song is like we recorded one way, every song sounds exactly the same or is the same, you know, style or tempo. We're really all over the place. How much has, and this is more of an abstract question, but you are a Chicago area band. How much has Chicago been part of your musical DNA? What, what do you take from this area into your music? Uh, you know, the, I didn't realize it until we actually recorded our first record. We went out to California, uh, recorded with a pr- producer out there, and he was in Orange County. So it was like the nicest, of, the nicest area within you know the U.S. weather and all mm-hmm. that, and it was all clean. And <laughs> I was recording a song, and I, I was working on something, and I went outside and I made a comment to the producer. I said, "It's really strange recording our kind of music here." Like, every time I walked outside, it was 72 and sunny. Kind of like today, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, 72 and sunny. We don't get a lot of those days here. No. And he said that's the first time he heard that. And I thought that was bizarre. And he said, yeah, you guys do sound like a... He actually said New York band, which I don't think we do. No, not like at a all. a Chicago band. But, he, you know, he's from Orange County, what does he know? Um, but I think... I didn't realize it so much up until then that, yeah, there is kind of... I don't want to say a gloominess to Chicago, but there's definitely, like, a uh, an edge or, like, a... Can't put my finger on it. Uh, well, I think that says it, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, an edge. Yeah, there's an edge. There's a, like a, a realness to it. Um, constantly, you know, our, our first album's very produced, but a lot less than our second. And I think we were. I was kind of always struggling with them. Like, no, not that. Like, leave the leave the cut. You know what I mean? I think that that is really. It's Chicago's a very like lively, kind of honest city. Here's the tricky thing. We're talking about you, and I'm very interested in Victorian halls, mm-hmm. but I, I've got a bag of food sitting right in front of me. Should let's we bust go. it open? Let's, yeah, let's And go. because this place was so crowded and so busy, I actually called you on the way, and I said, let me order before you get here, because it's going to take forever, mm-hmm. which it kind of did. It did, yeah. All right, so I just got the same thing as you. It just seemed easier. I got a falafel sandwich. I'm violating the whole carne part of car con carne. <laughs> and I got... Mm. Their hummus is really good. Let's get some This is not my first time. Here's the thing about Pita Inn. Um, Really affordable. The reason why it does a business is because... Thank you for dinner. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You're a cheap date. Uh, The reason why it's so busy is because the food's affordable and it's really good. Like, you can eat, like, a king for not a whole lot of money. Like, this whole dinner, I've got two drinks, falafel sandwich, hummus, and this mound of pita bread for 20 bucks. Yeah, have at it. This is veg. Wait, hang on. Actually, I don't know if there's there shouldn't be anything creamy in there. See, I used to be a vegetarian. I used to be aware of this stuff. Look at that. I'm, I think I'm good. I think you are good. It's been a while. Uh, help yourself to hummus and pita. I'm gonna bust open my falafel sandwich. I should look more. I can't tell you how many times I've bitten into things and then <laughs> mid bite. I'm like, nope. So I, what what led you down the vegetarian path? Was it ethics? Was it health? A little of both. I, uh, 
it was definitely it's hard to say but there's a little bit of both and when I was growing up I was into some of that uh, that scene musically mm-hmm. where it was encouraged and I thought you know what I'm gonna try it see what I what I think about it see if I feel any different and uh, I was in high school so it's been a while since I've stopped eating meat and I felt awesome mm-hmm. very quickly and I didn't think it was that hard so I find it as an adult it's hard to be vegetarian if you don't cook mm-hmm I mean, which is why I asked you the question about being on the road. If I'm not cooking, you know, my de, de facto vegetarian meal becomes a grilled cheese sandwich or yeah. a slice of cheese pizza. See, I, I do I do eat some fish, so mm. I think that makes me a cheater in some account, some regards. A little bit. Um, so I, I can't, but I don't eat much of it, you know, just like I, I, more if, if I'm out, tuna steaks or thank you, something mm-hmm. like that where uh, there are no options. Because that's really the hard part about it. It's not... Mm-hmm. It, well, maybe f- for some people it's hard to actually, you know, I hear people praise high or, high regards to bacon, which I can't even remember. But I, for the most part, it's just convenience. You know, it's like, what do you eat? We, we I think even here, the Mediterranean place, we only had maybe two or three, right, main entrees that were vegetarian? Yeah, no? I mean, the sides are definitely vegetarian. Sides are, yeah. You've got like your uh, tabula salad, Jerusalem salad, things like that, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of you know, chicken and beef shawarma, mm-hmm. and the, the falafel's kind of on the side. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's, what's next for Victorian Halls this year? And the album came out end of mm-hmm. 2015. We have a uh, we have a tour coming up uh, in June, second week of June, mostly Midwest stuff. So I'm glad I got you tonight. Yeah, yeah, in, uh, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, Iowa, all that kind of stuff, St. Louis. Um, so anyone around those parts, uh, you can check our website. I'm sure they'll be up there. And then after that, we'll have some more dates uh, in the middle of summer, a couple of festivals, hopefully, as well. And then a longer uh, West Coast run towards the end of summer slash early fall. So you can get back up to those 300 dates a year? Uh, I don't know if we need to do 300 dates a year, but we definitely want to do more. We've uh, been playing with some new guys um, in different roles within the band, so... Um, they're eager to get out as well, and we got a music video coming out that might be out by the time this is out. Which song? Uh, Scarlet's Adorn Scarlet's is coming out. Yeah. Which I mentioned, which is mm-hmm. one of those songs that to me has that very dramatic proggy. Yeah, yep. It should be out in like within the week, I would think. That's not my call though. And then uh, we also have another one close to ready to go for dissolution. So hopefully in the next uh, month or so after that, you'll we'll have. I, I love the visual aspect to what you do. Mm-hmm. Well. Thank you. I love. <laughs> that's my one of my favorite parts about um, you know uh, making music is just the art as a whole, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to think the way people listen to most music is like YouTube and stuff. Like that's not how I would listen to it, right? But I know that a lot of people do. They just go to YouTube. They don't even no Apple Music, no Spotify. It's just YouTube. well. And the thing about YouTube, it's basically a giant search engine too, right? So if you are active on YouTube, it's much easier to find and discover Victorian mm-hmm. halls. Yeah. So our thought was instead of someone, because we this I think will be our fourth video, four we should have four or five shortly for this record. And instead of someone you know uploading a track and then streaming to you know some mm-hmm. stagnant background or something, which is fine, you know, but why not have just an actual video for it or Agreed. even uh, some type of vignette or something, you know, something interesting if that's how people are going to be listening to it. So does Girl Girl Action come back at some point in the? <laughs> I think we're. I think it's specifically for uh, "Come In with the Storm." It just mm. happened to fit. Um, but I see. You, maybe you want that to be a, a, a trend. Listen, I'm not your manager. 
it's it's not your call. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to say I, I know what people want. Give the people. Uh, it's funny is when we turn in that video because there is that portion within it. We turned in that video and uh, our uh, our video guys over at, over at the label. They're like, well. We know what the still's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, really? You want that to be? They're like, Sean, it's about clicks. You need to get real. It's about clicks. So um, that's the still. <laughs> if you if you search the video, it's, I think, uh, uh, it's the girl sitting on the bed or something like yeah. that. Well done. By the way, this is super messy. I don't know how you're doing <laughs> this. I've got... I've been talking. That's <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I've got shredded lettuce all over me. It's good, though. It is good. Yeah. I, I look like a salad, though. <laughs> I, I never get come out of these podcasts unscathed. We can dust off. Well, see, see, you have it easy. You can move elbows and stuff. I've got a microphone. I'm, I'm kind of trapped here. It's a little claustrophobic. You see, I have these nice stands. They kind of give you a little bit of room. Mm-hmm. It's just like radio, dude. Except we're eating. In a car. In a car. <laughs> I was wondering if we'd be driving while we're doing this. Oh, that'd be that'd be a coordination nightmare. That's a, that's a bad recipe. Dude, if you talk to me while I'm trying to turn left, there are problems. I was coming in and I almost killed myself trying to tweet that I was coming in to do your show. <laughs> Why'd you do that? I don't, I'm good at texting, right? Because driving's pretty boring. You're setting a bad example. No, driving's so boring. So, like, I'll, I'll text, right, to mm-hmm. keep, keep it entertaining, which I don't recommend. But no. if you're bored, No, please don't do this. <laughs> and I was trying to tweet that I was, I was going to do your show, mm-hmm. right? And I literally almost just like, you know, uh, 294 and 290 coming north, they split. Mm-hmm. I almost like went straight into where they, where they split. We're laughing about it, but it was a little scary. Did you learn something? Not to tweet <laughs> that I'm coming to your show when I do your show. It can wait. I mean, the show's not even going to post for a couple of days. You had, you had like 72 hours. So you're saying I could post it when I got here? That'd be <laughs> yeah. better? That's, that's kind of what I'm hinting at, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this food really is awesome. Yeah, and it's the, very good. The thing about the falafel, like, I'm pretty full uh-huh. already. I mean, it, it's it's a dense fried chickpea patty. It's good pita, too. It is. Well, That's a good name for the place. <laughs> it's appropriate. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, like, dropping everything everywhere. I have to get the car wash a lot more than I used to. I would think probably about once a week. Mm-hmm. Once a week on the inside. Pretty much. In the summer, the smell is usually pretty fragrant. Well, I'm sure a band van probably smells a little... Our band van is horrific. We call it... We call it Betsy. And I think we're replacing her soon because she is just... She's got an engine that that we love, but inside, something else has transpired. It's it's unbelievable. (laughs) What does that mean? Um, So we have two... So it's like a, a Chevy Express van, right? Uh-huh. But it, it, um, our friends call it rapey, which is <laughs> horrible. But there's no windows in it, right? So they either call it that or the rape van, which neither are very flattering no. to any anyone involved. But behind the two passenger uh, front, <laughs> the two front seats, there's two two uh, bench seats that we installed that lay down. Mm-hmm. So when you walk in, it actually is a entire bed, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. However, when people get that comfortable, there's Spilt beverages and right. food and so many Taco Bell packets that have been stepped on. <laughs> and we used to have a Sega. Diablo sauce. Yeah, we used to have a Sega back there, right? Because Sega's awesome. And but we only had one game, which everyone hated. <laughs> They're like, you brought you you went through the effort of installing a TV, 
getting those uh, aux cables, you know, mm-hmm. for Sega Genesis. That stupid battery pack that it connects oh my coax. God. Yep. Uh-huh. They're miserable, right? And they never work. And we only play NHL 95. Oh, my God. That's it. That's amazing. And so we have it back there, and then we got yelled at for, for from people who were traveling with us that we didn't have any other games. So when we were out in... 95. Yeah, yeah. NHL 95. We were out in... Um, and you can't fight in that one either, but we were out in... I don't know where... I think it was Utah or something. We passed a, uh, like a GameStop-type place, mm-hmm. and then we said, fine, we'll get another game, and we bought another copy of NHL 95. So we have two games, Wait, one well, game, I'm two not copies. following the logic there. They said we had to get another game, another cartridge. But, but why would you get another? Because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> and we didn't want the other one to break and then have no NHL 95. So it's like a continuity of government sort of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> God, God forbid we wouldn't be able to, you know, crush Taco Bell packets in the back seat. And Like, what about Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> it's, it's not in our van. <laughs> someone else's van. That's someone else's tour. That's someone else's problem. Mm-hmm. So being on the roadway, what's the biggest mishap you've had? Uh, one time, so we we're, were going up into Wisconsin, and it was very cold and very rainy. And it was a quick trip, right? So we're, we're like, we'll do it anyways because we don't have that far to go. So the weather was horrible, but we're like, whatever. So we're driving up there, and... Our wiper breaks, uh-huh. which it's pretty snowy. And some of those roads, I don't know how familiar with the area, but, you know, they could be one lane. I think mm-hmm. we are on, like, one of those one or two lane type mm-hmm. roads. And at the same time, we had a nice, um, what do you, a reason. We really wanted to get to the show, right? It was monetarily <laughs> very encouraging to play this mm-hmm. particular show. And as a band, you know, when you have those opportunities, you really try to jump on them. And, right. we, and we wanted to play a show. We, were, we had shows the next night. We needed to get there anyways. Um, so the wiper breaks. So we have the passenger with literally with his hand in one of those scraper brushes. <laughs> and then the problem was, the real problem <laughs> engaged when our headlights went out. Oh, God. I don't know why this happened, but they just went out, bad weather or something. So we stopped at a gas station and... Uh, one of our, our our guys, he's no longer with us, but decided um, all we got to, well, they're headlights, right? So all we got to do is get two flashlights, tape them to the side of the car. No. 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 You see where this is going? <laughs> no. So we get two of those big, like big, they look industrial, right, from mm-hmm. like a, a CVS type place. I don't know, right. some mom and pop place, it wasn't CVS. And we tape them to the, to the side of the car. We turn them so on. So this is more duct tape. <laughs> more, du- more duct tape. There's a, tra- yeah, there's a trend. Uh-huh. Tape them to the side of the car, and they they shine about nine feet. Right, you can't see anything. You know why? Because they're flashlights. <laughs> exactly. Well, I knew this. <laughs> I was not lobbying for the nine dollar flashlights. Um, so we we taped them, and then we got pulled over because we were driving with flashlights taped to our vehicle. Did the officer just? feel sad like well this is a group of special kids on the road <laughs> what's funny is we're we got to literally like a mile away from the venue we're so close oh he pulled God. us over he wouldn't let us drive down the street so we had to have one of the other bands come and pick us up and carry our trailer there oh my we God. had to leave the van um but we made it and all worked out and we just drove this is like a parent's nightmare this is <laughs> when you tell your parents I'm going to be in a band. Mm-hmm. This is exactly the scenario they fear. Mm-hmm. Like th- this whole unable to do the adult thing while mm-hmm. on the road. Let's tape some, we'll duct tape some flashlights to the side. Like, what could possibly go wrong? This is a great idea. And we save money. And, and another time here, I got another quick one for you. We're driving to Michigan 
in a different vehicle. This is why you shouldn't be in a band, actually, all these stories. <laughs> and we were having problems with the transmission. Something was up, right? And we were, go- we were thankfully, we didn't have a trailer, but we were driving, and we lost first gear. But we popped it out of first gear quick enough, and then I think we might have lost second gear. But we realized if it was like, this is like speed, right? We realized once we go below, once we go into second gear, which is what, 30 miles an hour mm-hmm. or something, that we're on the expressway, we have another four hours to drive. Once we do that, we're, we're done. There's a bomb on the bus. There's a bomb on the bus. <laughs> so we kept it up for about another 40 minutes, and then eventually we had to brake, and then the vehicle would not work. I don't know if that's how transmissions work, but that's how ours did work that time. This is good hummus. This is great hummus. And they also have good baba ganoush, too, which I did not get, which is the eggplant spread. Mm. But yeah, this hummus is right on. You can take it home if you'd like. If you don't mind. Absolutely. I will take it home. You're in a band. <laughs> I, want, I, want to I need all the help I can get. I want to keep you fed. No, that's really good. Share it with some of your band friends. I will. <laughs> Make sure everyone gets a little taste. Compliments of James. Mm-hmm. All right, so lots of tour dates coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you writing? Do you, do you have like a, a moleskin in your back pocket that you're? Yeah, we have a. Um, I have begun working on uh, a number of new songs. Uh, we do have a lot. I just kind of want to have. I think because, like I mentioned, the uh, last album being so scattered as mm-hmm. far as ideas, I do want the next the next thing we do. Whether it's an EP, whether it's an album, whatever it is, the next release, I very much want it to be a cohesive idea. And I don't know if people appreciate these things or not, but kind of, um, I do as a, as a musician, um, through lines with lyrics from songs. Uh, I don't want to say go as far as concept record or anything like that. But we had a little Oh, there's of, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not. that's not really what I'm looking to do. But I do want to have... Um, some ideas that are kind of fleshed out in more than just a song. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of be like storylines per se, um, or thoughts, you know, within over the course of a couple songs. Uh, I th- to me, that really appeals um, when when artists take the time to do mm-hmm. that. So I have a couple ideas I think would be really cool. And I think we're going to get back to being maybe uh, a little more aggressive than some of the recent stuff we've done. All right. So, Sean mm-hmm. from Victorian Halls, uh, you have fun? Wonderful. You're just saying that. This was cool, right? I love it. I'm, I'm going to tell all my friends. <laughs> Please. Especially if they play instruments. They could be next on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate right. it. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, if people want to keep up with Victorian Halls, where do they go? Uh, just .com or you know, or Facebook, Twitter. It's all just Same Victorian Halls. Same handle across the board. Yep, 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 which is easy. All right, you, sir, should finish your food. Okay. And uh, thanks for hanging out. And if you're listening to Carcon Carney and you think, this podcast is all right, uh, definitely tell a friend. We are on Twitter at Carcone Carne. The website is carconcarne.com.